Hello, Mississippi and abroad. Welcome to Justify Your Existence. This is Parrish Alford with the Northeast Mississippi Daily Journal. We're going to talk some college football recruiting today with Christian Bird. Christian, how are you, man? I'm great, Parrish. How are you? Doing fine. It was a big day, man. Big day for Ole Miss yesterday. Uh, picked up a, a running back and then a defensive back, an athlete. Both of these guys uh, seem to uh, have interest in Auburn, only to uh, swing back and, and commit to Ole Miss. I'm, I'm wondering if there's uh, anything to see there, or do we just need to move along? No, I don't. I don't think we need to move along. Um, I, I think. I think you know. I mean, look, we've all. If you followed Ole Miss recruiting. You've been on you, – you've experienced the trouble of a coaching change before or, or, or a coaching shift, and, and it, it, it can be bad um, from a recruiting standpoint. And I, I just think that – I think Auburn has to change some things in terms of culture and, and getting to know different staffs. And, and honestly, with Ole Miss kind of being the hot name right now, um, and extremely explosive. There's, there's no doubt in my mind that, that that was kind of the difference for some of these kids. But I, I definitely think it's worth noting that Auburn wanted both of these kids um, and would have taken both of these kids. And uh, Ole Miss, you know, was victorious. N not, not to be lost in the storyline either. I don't want to forget this. And also don't want to pivot too quickly away from the question. But, Parrish, there's, there's no – coincidence that both of these Alabama prep standouts, one of which is the fastest player in the state, the other, which was a former offensive player of the year, uh, both national recruits, both chose Ole Miss the week before they play Alabama. That, uh, uh, that, there's something to that. Yeah. Yeah. What, uh, what do you make there, man? Right before they play Alabama, is this, what, what's, what does that timing say to you? Well, I don't think that Alabama wanted particularly either one of these kids, and that's not a knock. Alabama's right. unbelievably selective about who they take. I, I think it's more in line with the fact that there's a small stroke of genius in that Lane Kiffin subtly has attached Ole Miss to everything you say about the state of Alabama this week. You, right. you can't get away from it. Right. I mean, I don't even know who Auburn's playing. And I'm usually pretty locked in, and that's not a knock. I just I that, that's that's where we're at, and and I, I feel like this is the game people are talking about. You go get two, arguably the two two of the best players in the state, and you attach it to Ole Miss. It just continues the conversation, and right now Ole Miss is is a household name in Alabama. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, Auburn's not playing a slouch now. This isn't LSU's best year, okay? There you go. It is LSU. Jeez, come on. I mean, yeah, I, all right, look, I'll eat some of that and that I just need to get my act together. I've been out West all week, and I tell you, it, it's it's done a number to me. But, yeah, that's right, that, and that'll be a good football game, I think. Um, but, but, but here you've got Ole Miss being very – you know, being selective. We talked about this, Parrish. They're not just going to go take commitments from everybody and anybody. They are – if they take a kid at this point, they really, really like them um, because Lane's going to hold some over in case there's a big year, which I think we all anticipate from watching Ole Miss, and he's going to hold some over in the second signing period because of, of transfers. So 
to, to take a kid right now, that tells you a lot. Um, and I think that I think that these two were high on their list, and I think they're going to be names that Ole Miss is familiar with for quite some time. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's come back to these guys. We're talking about running back Quinshawn Judkins. Uh, and yep. I'm, I, I hate to uh, butcher the names. And uh, then uh, Jarrell Stinson, a defensive back yep. athlete uh, from Auburn's doorstep there in Opelika. We want to come back to those guys. But uh, talking about uh, the Auburn-LSU game, and it wasn't that many years ago, it seems. I, I guess it was because it had to be like pre-saving. But that used to be the game in the SEC yeah. West. You know, like Florida and uh, and Tennessee for years was the game in the SEC East when you had all the Florida quarterbacks, Danny Werfel and so many others, and you had Peyton Manning. That, that was the game in the East. Auburn-LSU used to be that game in the West, and now it's kind of – like Christian Bird doesn't even know they're playing, man. It's just a, it's it's just an afterthought. But uh, I don't know that there is the game like that in the SEC West this year because it could be uh, Ole Miss and Alabama. It could be Alabama and Arkansas. You know, it's just the the West is suddenly uh, much more open than it looked in August. I think Texas A and M's quarterback injury had something to do with that, but. You know, they were going to be starting a young quarterback regardless. Uh, it's just a very uh, interesting look in the division right now. It really is. And, you know, I, I think that there's something extremely odd about not talking about Auburn or LSU um, in, in, in winning the SEC West. And I don't think either will. But I, I think, I think you, you kind of nailed it. I mean, listen, if Arkansas – jumps up and bites somebody, you're not surprised. If Ole Miss does that, you're, you're, you're not surprised at all. In fact, I think Ole Miss and Arkansas are actually hunted rather than the hunters in many cases. Alabama's Alabama, but, but then A&M's got as talented of a roster as you can get, but they, they're just not – they're very, they're very Clemson-like right now. Loaded roster, but just can't seem to put the pieces of the puzzle together. So – you know, I really think that this game between – I mean, we really have – between Ole Miss and Alabama, and then you look across the east with Arkansas going to Georgia, we're about to figure out a lot about the state of the SEC and specifically the SEC West and how they perform in big-time games. And that's what this is. Um, what I want to see more than anything, Parrish, and I'm not – suggesting that Alabama will fail this test. And I'm very interested to see how Bryce Young handles himself in a big game, um, in one where there is a ton of pressure for him to make plays, in one where he cannot have four or five possessions, in my opinion, where he doesn't score. Um, they've got to score, and they've got to score a lot. And I think that will be interesting to see how he handles himself as a young quarterback with that type of pressure on him. Um, and so I think we find out a lot across the board. I think Georgia has arguably the best defense that I can remember in the 2000s right now. I think they're that good defensively. Um, and I don't think Arkansas is going to score more than two touchdowns personally. But we'll, we'll find out what's going to happen. Like I said, we're going to figure out how teams respond in big games. And I think the entire picture of the SEC will become more clear after this weekend. Certainly a big Saturday in the SEC West for Ole Miss and Arkansas. And then the two, those two face each other next week. So, I mean, 
you know, two big weeks coming up that, uh, you know, everybody's looking wow at these teams right now. I may be surprised some by what Ole Miss is doing. Certainly many people surprised by what Arkansas is doing. But uh, as you say, we're, we're going to learn a lot about both of these teams in the next two weeks, starting this Saturday. Let's go back to these commits. Uh, Christian Judkins, uh, what does he bring at running back? Yeah, he, he's extremely dynamic. Um, he is a pure running back. And what I mean by that is I'm not just, uh, you know, I'm not overly wowed by just his 40. I'm not overly wowed by his shiftiness or his power. It's just the total package. When I watch him, he's just a, he's just a really solid running back all the way around. And, you know, when, when your finalists are Ole Miss, Auburn, and Notre Dame, you're in a good spot for getting a good player. Um, number one, knowing that Notre Dame went after him tells me that he's got a pretty good head on his shoulders. Um, and and I, I just think talent-wise, it's clearly there. Uh, so I think Ole Miss gets a running back that can catch the ball to the backfield, that can run the stretch plays. Um, they can do a number of different things and be effective. And, and, and it's, listen, he's been on Ole Miss's list from the gig. This is a guy that randomly popped in and, and, and the staff was like, oh, we really like him. They've had him pegged. They, 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 you know, they, this is a guy they've been recruiting hard. And so uh, it's good to see that come to fruition. Um, it wasn't some random set of circumstances like Matt Corral, which I'm always glad to take. Um, this, was, this was somebody they had circled, underlined, bolded, they wanted, and they went out and they got it done. Well, all right. So lots of versatility there. I mean, it's such a deep running back room right now for Ole Miss, but that's that's going to change. It may change this year. So always good to uh, add guys like that into the fold, into the lineup. Let's talk about Stinson a little bit. Uh, you posted in the Facebook group uh, about this guy and just the speed, man. When, when, when you laid it out like that, all of the state championships that he has won uh, showing his speed. What is his speed like? It's, I mean, it's, it, it's, it changes everything. When you get a guy like Stinson on the field, okay, first of all, when you get a guy like Stinson on the field, you have to put a safety over the top of it. You, you don't have a choice. And regardless of whether or not he catches – 10 balls for 100 yards, he changes the game without doing that. Mike Wallace used to do this. Mike Wallace made millions of dollars in the NFL because he ran a 4-2, and you had to put somebody over the top of him as a safety because he could take the top off the defense. When you give that to someone like Jeff Levy or, or, or Lane Kiffin, you take basically take a man down off the defense. It's like you're working against 10 now instead of 11. That's not fair. It's just not fair. And, and I think that that's one of the things that excites me the most is, look, I get that he's primarily a defensive player. You will never convince me they will not find offensive packages for him. You just won't do it. There, I don't think it's possible to not have him playing both ways at some point. And I know that, he's, yes, he's a defensive back. They're recruiting him here. I, he's a, there's a reason there's an athlete spot next to his name. He can, he's versatile. He can do everything. So I think he's going to play on both sides of the field. I think he's going to be a matchup nightmare for teams because I think we have the best play callers in football coaching at Ole Miss, and I think they're going to create all types of 
mad scientist type plays to use him. Defensively, he's going to bring a level of speed that's special. And um, and I I really I really feel like uh, as a whole, um, he is just a guy that you don't you don't take a guy like Stinson and say to yourself. Man, I sure hope he works out at DB because that's probably the only place we can put him. You can all you can put this guy at almost any skill position, and and those are the types of athletes, the versatility and the speed that you need to win in the league. And so you got a guy that won the hundred, the two hundred, the four hundred, and something else. I don't remember what. Um, hurdles, man. He, he runs hurdles. Two won the hurdles. One one's won the hurdles. It's just there is so much you can do with an athlete like this. So. Um, again, I think he's going to play both ways. I think that he's going to be all over the field. This was a huge get, and he chose Old Miss over Florida State, Florida, UCF, Penn State, uh, and Auburn. Um, and I mean, goodness, that that list is a who's who. So, two national commitments from national recruits, one of which is an athlete. They're probably leaning first to be on the defensive side of the ball. I think that's where Old Miss could use the most help. But knowing our staff, I don't think that they're going to be able to keep him off the field um, offensively as well. And then a running back they've had pegged forever. And as you mentioned, the running back room is a very good chance it gets much thinner after this year. Uh, and, and and he comes in and, and adds much-needed uh, playing time and, and, and bodies moving forward. All right, let's talk about this class overall. It looks like a, a lot of talent in here, a lot of uh, uh, ways the Rebels can help themselves. I see an offensive line, defensive line. I see more defensive backs, but currently ranked uh, number 35, uh, number 12 in the SEC. Christian, I mean, people are going to compare those rankings. Uh, ultimately, you're going to look back and you're going to talk about all these uh, uh, elite recruiting classes that someone else has put together when you're ranked number 35. Uh, do, do you sure. see that changing for Ole Miss uh, as yeah. we get closer? Absolutely. It, it, it will finish in the it's going to finish in the top 25, okay? Um, but I, I, I don't see any way it doesn't. The second thing is, um, you know, I, I don't know that it's going to necessarily get inside the top 10, I, I, but I definitely think it's a top 25 class. It will be. When it's all said and done and everything shakes out. The second thing is, once again, I think they are going to capitalize off their success. If you really look down the home stretch for Ole Miss, after this game, I don't know that Ole Miss, and there could be a couple, potentially Auburn, but I don't know that Ole Miss will be underdogs in anything that they play. I, I don't know that there'll be a game where they're, you know, they're they're not favored. I, I, maybe, again, Auburn on the road, but they have a chance to win a lot of football games, and I think that they are setting up a run – and another recruiting run where they get four or five, you know, at the end because of that. And it doesn't take a lot to get you from 35 inside the top 25. It really doesn't. So I definitely think they're a top 25 group. I think they're probably top 20 with a good chance at finishing top 15. Um, and I also think they're going to, they're going to grab a transfer or two that makes an impact. Um so we'll see what happens, but uh, I I have a suspicious feeling that again they'll be selective about when they take kids, who they take. But you can rest assured if they take them, uh, they feel really good about it because I think they're really expecting a big finish and a lot of opportunity at the end. 
Good stuff, Christian. Folks, that'll wrap us up for this edition of Justify Your Existence. We'll have more in the feed later this week. Come join us.